Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tony Musala from Restraint, and you're listening to Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus, home of No Foot Rub Kiss Talk. Kiss Army, Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 77, Ray Bork, the best of Kiss, 20th Century Masters, the Millennium Collection. Whew, that's a mouthful. Jeez, that's the longest episode title we're ever going to have, I think. Holy crap. Yeah. Tom, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing well. It's uh, Wednesday here. I just got back from uh, our place up at the lake in the White Mountains. Weather was beautiful, hot. The water was nice. The view was beautiful. But I'm back home here to talk about kiss. And one of their... Is that what we do? We talk about kiss, and uh, we're going to talk about one of their many compilations. Why not? Well, kiss, elements of kiss... Properties, properties of kiss. kiss. Oh, so it's so the year we we have a party, right? <laughs> Only burners like you get high. In physics, we we uh we talk about physics, uh, properties of physics. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on um, with you? Oh, same old, same old. Tomorrow uh, is a uh, big B day. I'm uh, what? Am, how old am I going to be? Forty seven or forty eight? That's true. You're gonna, dude. Be f- I have no idea. Seriously, you 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 know you know you're old when you don't know how old you are. So we're recording right now on Wednesday. You will be 47 tomorrow. So by the time people listen to this, it's a birthday episode for Zeus. That's right. Happy birthday! Woohoo! And and my birthday um, present my birthday present to you is talking about in a kiss compilation. So happy birthday, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. My favorite Kiss compilation CD is this. 
There you go. Wonderful. But there is stuff going on in Kiss World these days. Uh, I know there was an interview done by Ace. Oh, hey, it's my fucking birthday, too. (laughs) Turned 69. Can't believe it. If I... If I wasn't sober, I'd be fucking dead. <laughs> or 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 uh take it, you know, in a rehab or something. That you literally said all that. Ugh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It's Who do the you- same? It's the same shit every time he's on. And you know it's that fucking part that he's waiting for. Like 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 the friend that wants to ask you about his old girlfriend. And you know that's really the first thing on his mind. He wants you to say, Hey, have you seen her? Hey, 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 have you heard from her? Um but he, he pretends all stupid like, and then he brings it up in the middle. So uh, you, you talk to the guys? Exactly. I fucking text with Paul and Gene. We are good. Yeah, Eric Singer sends me some funny shit. <laughs> Dude, all my, I, I, we were, I was listening to that on the ride home from, from the lake. And uh, I got my, my wife and son in the car, so we're, we're listening to it. And my wife was like, that's Ace? Yeah, he, he's, he he sounds like this sounds like there's something wrong with him. Like he doesn't sound right. I'm like, well, yeah, that's Ace. He, he's not right. There is something wrong with him. You know, I started drinking when I was 13. Yeah, it's the elephant in the room. And here's the other part. And I said this to you in, in our in our um, typical fashion. Save it, save it, dude. He holds his hand throughout the whole interview he sets up the questions he get he takes the answers and helps him with the answers you gotta help me it's pathetic you want to talk about gene and paul like oh they're so protective they won't go on to us dude is that dangerous for ace to go on his show he does all the talking for you i mean are you shitting me when i was listening to that it's funny that you say that because Listening to that interview, it sounded like an audio recording of someone going to visit like their grandfather in like a nursing home. What did I do last night? Who was I with? Did I hit anybody over the head with a chair? <laughs> yeah. Like 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 it wasn't even funny. I, I felt bad for, for Eddie and I felt bad for Ace because Ace like Eddie would be like, Oh yeah, you mean yeah, okay, that and Ace Ace's like, yeah, yeah. Like like he couldn't it was just like bizarre. It was bad. It's it was just CNN interview with the, the murderer getting caught next door and then everybody getting the neighbor and walking him through a live interview on the air. So would you characterize it as saying it like putting words in their mouth, steering the interview because these people are not used to being eloquent on TV or how to cut a question and, and an answer in a short format. Like he's walking him through and holding his whole fuck his hand. Yep. The whole fucking time. Yeah. And again, God bless him. We love that he puts Ace on. There was nothing there to talk about. It's just, this is my buddy Ace, everybody. is my Ace. I signed him to make it for us records. And I said this before. People don't may not know this, but just a quick thing on Ace and I, our history. The first time Ace became a solo artist, I got him his record deal. I signed him to his record deal. Megaforce Records, 87, right? That's all. That's all it was. I mean, th- there were times I'm listening to I'm listening to that, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Zeus and I have been doing a podcast for a year and a half, and we've had people on our show, and I'm pretty sure there's not as much fucking dead air during our interviews as there is between Stewart and Ace right now, who have known each other for thirty five years. 
And this comes from the fact that I am so close with Ace. And and how about the fucking questions? They bring up stories that I know I've heard them talk about a yep. million fucking times. Yep. I've heard this shit before. You bring it up like it's of the, of, as though this stuff is new. Yeah. Who cares about, oh, uh, what's your favorite guitar? The one that's next to you. Like, I've heard him describe that a million times. But, it, uh, but, and, but it hey, uh, Ace, did you ever have lessons? Do you practice? At some point, you have heard everything this person has to say, and it makes you sick to your stomach. You know what they're going to say before it even comes out their mouth, and you just want to stab them in the neck with a pencil. You can't take the shit no more. And they're like, uh, you're like, uh, remember that time? Yeah, I remember that time. Oh, I ever tell you about that? Yeah, you told me about the time. Stop telling me the same shit. Over and over again. Why don't you go out and get kidnapped? Have some new shit happen to you. How many times have you heard Ace say that he doesn't practice? He just picks up the guitar, whatever. He's natural. He never went. He never got trained. He's just a natural player. Like, are you shitting me? But you brought up a good point, too. Like you said about how Eddie, you know, wanted to ease in and then ask about Paul and Gene. He also took advantage of of uh pounding his fist against bands being real and live and plugged into a martial amp and talking and ace is like yeah you know i, I don't like wearing those ear monitors i got hearing loss when i was with kiss on the reunion tour. i took them out i need like a monitor in front of me it's like can you <laughs> Let's steer this somewhere else. Okay. Let's steer this to your rant. Oh. Uh, of, of your favorite KISS member these days. The newest member of KISS. He's called Pandemic Paul. Yeah, he's like a superhero, but he's like a bad villain superhero. Pandemic Paul. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Here comes Pandemic Paul. <laughs> shirtless and shoeless. Coming our way. Wearing women's yoga pants. <laughs> and he's wielding a frying pan. <laughs> it's pandemic Paul. He's going to make prosciutto. And you want to throw in your prosciutto? <laughs> Show us how to do crouching tiger hit, hidden dog, whatever the fuck you call it. Crouching tiger hidden dragon? <laughs> oh, well, it's just gonna espouse the like virtues of you know of of uh, safe distancing and uh, all that. He's oh been, my god! He, pandemic Paul has been quiet lately. He, oh, he, he went off. He did something yesterday. He retweeted something about the president. He yeah. is not what you would call a fan of President Trump. Yeah, he retweet. Um, he re- retweeted something about CNN, which is fine, whatever. Oh, and he did post that picture. Uh, you know, he did a Father's Day thing and, uh, you know, he was holding up something that his kids gave him, you know, that's, you know, which was nice, you know, work to be work to be the father you can be and the father your children deserve. That, that's great. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But pandemic Paul needs to just fucking take a break. <laughs> he just I, I need Paul Stanley, not pandemic Paul. We need him back. Yeah. Um, pandemic Paul <laughs> is. uh <laughs> It's really uh, getting on your nerves these days, and uh, that's too bad. Uh, Gene has been awfully quiet. Ace was on uh, Eddie Trunk. Nothing heard from Peter. Uh, I don't know anything about Tommy and Eric. And Pandemic Paul is 
getting the last piece of your hair to come out. So Pr- pretty much, pretty much. But l- I will say is if we could kind of segue to how I want Paul Stanley back and not pandemic Paul. So we talked about last week, how, as of right now, the, 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 the American leg of the kiss tour that starts at the, in August is there's been no word on that. And we were kind of hopeful about our chances of seeing them on Labor Day weekend because we have tickets for that. So in the last week, I have gotten emails about new concerts by smaller bands, but new concerts being added and tickets being put on sale for smaller venues. One of them was an, uh, an indoor venue in New Hampshire. Another one was a, an outdoor venue in Boston by the, by the, uh, by the water. And these are li- these are like live nation shows. So if they're if they're publicizing new events with ticket sale dates for August and September, I don't know. And I'm getting now I'm, I'm getting extra hopeful. But, you know, if Paul and Gene don't want a tour, it doesn't matter what live nation wants. Yeah, I don't know. They I, they I mean, I did see something recently. There was like, you know, unless there's a, a complete safety, according to the health officials, they're not going out. Right. Exactly. I don't see that happening anytime soon but the, the, clock, the clock is ticking though i mean we're almost to the i mean fourth of july is next week and that tour starts up in you know the middle of august or end of august so i don't yeah. know I, I mean if they, you would think if they were going to make an announcement it's going to come soon but i don't know i'm still holding out hope so we'll, we'll, we will we will see about that yeah and then the only other thing i was going to mention in the news our buddy jericho mm-hmm. gave us a little sneak peek of their next video quarantine's next Music video and release is Heart of Chrome. It'll be out yesterday. Since we're taping on Wednesday, it'll be out on Friday. Yeah. And you're hearing this on Saturday. So if that's the case, uh, we've heard a sneak peek of it. Mm-hmm. Fucking looks awesome. Bruce actually retweeted it. Um, Chris has always mentioned that he loves Heart of Chrome. Took your sexy conversations and you sold them to the BB. He loves that line. It's a great loves line. Yep. And uh, from what I've heard, he can he's belting it out. Sounds great. Music sounded great, and his voice was sounding great too. And um, you know, congrats. I'm looking forward to this. And hopefully, they got some more down the line too, other than uh, this. In no, no, no. Yeah, I, I, it's it's amazing. I mean, I, I love revenge. I love Heart of Chrome. So I, I love how they're continuing with the with the trend of the really, really true deep cuts for kiss fans. So uh, it, it's going to be great when he, when he releases the, the thing to the public. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. Congratulations to him as well. He um, also, his Jericho cruise got sold out. That's right. Uh, yep, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So kudos so to him for that. Yeah. He's been on fire lately. Yeah. Now, speaking of fire, we did our episode last week. I don't know why that means speaking of fire. On the real Kiss Alive 6, I believe we did. Mm-hmm. And that was Asylum, Crazy Nights, and the two, three songs, technically, from Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. We got a shitload of feedback. Shitload of feedback. And uh, the feedback is usually our favorite kind, where you guys give us your your set list, just like we gave ours. The first one, uh, Tom, we're going to read. I'm going to read one right now. King of the Mountain. Any way you slice it. Who wants to be lonely? No, no, no. Bang, bang, you. Turn on the night. 
Secretly Cruel, My Way, Reason to Live, Beth with Eric Carr, Let's Put the X in Sex, Love's a Deadly Weapon, Tears Are Falling, with encores of Crazy Nights and Uh All Night. And that was one that we got texted to us today. And who's that from? That's from our buddy Jericho. That's yeah. his that's his set list. Awesome stuff. Yeah. But, yep. Any thoughts on it? Look, love's a deadly weapon. I mean, look, I, I know, and we have some other comments too. The way we set this up, we know we made it challenging. We kind of made a joke about it when we when we started the episode last week. You know, that it is it is two full albums and two or three, if you include Eric Carr with Beth tracks. So it's it's challenging, but we did get a, we did get some variation, and, and obviously Jericho's has some variety in it too, from what we had. Yeah, I like um, that he opened with King of the Mountain. Yeah, it's a good opener. Um, he, he took Bang Bang You from you. Yep. And he took Beth from me. But then he took Love's a Deadly Weapon that neither of us took. No. Um, oh God, no. And I'm shocked. He loves Turn On the Night that he put that in the middle of his lineup. Yeah, I know. I thought that. This, I, I, thought, right? I thought that. I, yeah, I thought that's like an obvious closer. I know that's what we had. Yeah, he loves that song, too. Yep. So. That that's interesting. Anyways, we got some more feedback. Do you want to read some of the the Twitter feedback first? Yeah, we got some stuff from tweet for, uh, some stuff from Twitter. This was interesting from our buddy Lance Lumley. He goes, "Another great episode. I still think I'll fight hell to hold you." Has some great Eric drumming on it, and we said to him, "Yeah, that's the only good thing about that song that we like." <laughs> um, Steve DeWood said he can. He said, I can only come up with nine songs that I want to hear off this. He said, I'm not a huge fan of Asylum or Crazy Nights. I would happily pick more off of Smashes, Thrashes, and Hips, but I'm guessing they aren't eligible. You Make Me Rock Hard is awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got somebody by the name of Shale, who de- who had opened up with King of the Mountain, also had I'm Alive in the set list and loves a deadly weapon. Woo! Yikes! Wow! Yikes! What's going on a limb? I know. We had uh, uh, somebody by the name of Donnie said Asylum is their most underrated album they ever did. Fantastic record. I wonder if that's Pooney's burner account. It's Sonny <laughs> Pooney. What a piece of shit that guy is. <laughs> um, we had somebody by the name of Vincent Maroney. He also opened up with King of the Mountain. <laughs> oh, is that the guy from? Johnny Dangerously? No, that's Roman Maroney. <laughs> knock down that wall, knock down that wall, and knock down that fucking wall. Play that song, play that song, and play that fucking song. <laughs> so he had King of the Mountain, I'll Fight Hell to Hold You. Wow, man, people loves a deadly weapon with Gene doing a bass solo. <laughs> Slapping the bass on that one. You know, people want to know about yesterday. It's no mystery, really. You know, I was just doing my job, you know, plunking on the plunker like that, you know. I was strumming a little skiddly widdly, feeling a little bit flu flu inside, you know, rumbly mumbly down in there. I had a bit of a knocker block. I started with the flub dub dub and a tinkering wink woo woo. I tip tap as if I'm sounds old, you know. And there you have it, yesterday. Then he had I'm Alive with Bruce doing a solo. No, 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 with Eric doing his drum solo. Wow. Okay. We had Justin McDonald. 
he just made up his own rules and went with 20 songs. He said, if I could squeeze in Love's a Deadly Weapon, Good Girl Gone Bad, I love Crazy Nights. Yes, I love the Crazy Nights. And then we got one from, regardless of where you stand politically, this is not a critique nor an endorsement of this guy's Twitter handle, but I got to give him credit because his Twitter handle is Trump, you lying shitbag. Is that from our Stonehill buddy, Philbo, where everything was, hey, shitbag. Everybody was a shitbag. Everybody hey, was a shitbag. Like, dude, did you just call the professor a shitbag? Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, fucking shitbag. He's going to start a fight with the professor. Hey, shitbag. So, so do we he, have any homework tonight? <laughs> he said, I wish that they had done a live three during the hits tour. Yes, we all agree with you, the hot in the shade. It was a killer set list. Eric should have been documented on a live album for a band that pushes endless projects. It products. It was a huge mistake by them. I could not agree with you more. Absolutely agree. S V Puga says another great episode guy. Lots of laughs. Dynamic range said, where is hell or high water? It's a great song, but not everything could make the list. Um, I had hell. I think you did. Yeah, I think you did. You didn't have that. I don't think think I did. You did. Then this guy had this guy has a great (laughs) this guy has a great Twitter handle. His Twitter handle is Mark Ain't John. (laughs) (laughs) And and he says Asylum is not great, but who wants to be lonely rocks. Okay, who wants to be lonely is awesome. Asylum, I'm I'm coming around on Asylum, but but that that's some great um some great Twitter feedback. And before we get into the emails and Facebook, I'll just do the poll real quick. So the poll was um, of the four songs. These four songs, neither me or you had in our set list. Which one would you would would you add? And the options were "Radar for Love," "Love's a Deadly Weapon," "I'll Fight Hell to Hold You," and "When Your Walls Come Down." Forty six percent of the voting went to "I'll Fight Hell to Hold You." Ugh. This is good because a lot of people they love Paul's voice on that. We have somebody by the name of Party Man says, I'll fight hell to hold you. Paul's best vocals ever. Whoa. Jesus. Uh, then we got Bob Zelenka says, damn, those are some awful songs. <laughs> 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 and I responded. I said, that's why neither of us picked them. <laughs> oh, God. So that that that's the poll. And that's some some funny Twitter stuff, as usual. Some great, great fans out there. Great listeners. Awesome. Yeah. We had some uh, stuff on Facebook as well, Tom. Uh, Grayson Gallegos. I think one reason Turn on the Night wasn't a hit was when it was released. Unfortunately, it was released in the end of January. To me, that song is more of a summertime song. Just go listen to our summertime episode that we did a couple episodes back where we talked about that. Exactly. I think the episode was titled Turn on the Night, if you guys want to look back and listen to it. Yep. Also, as well, uh, Scott Donaldson, hey guys, another cool episode. He gave us his set list, but he opens up with no, no, no. That's a, that's a little tough, buddy. Kevin Jepson, Zeus, I can listen to you do Paul Stanley stage banter all day. I don't even remember what I did for a stage banter for this episode. Do you? Yeah, you kept doing like song titles, I think, and you were kind of like morphing them into like stage banter. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what specific one he was talking to us about. Um, and then we had a, an email too about this episode too. A couple, I think, right? Yep. We got a we got an email from 
our buddy Danny Pooney, brother of the sunny who the fuck is Hollywood Pooney. Hey, Danny, um, Danny's daughter put some um, kiss. What do you call it? There? Fingernails, like fingernails, fingernails yep. uh, on Twitter. And I guess kiss retweeted it. He was all pumped up. Yep, they did. That was awesome. Good job. That was yeah. very cool. Yes. Bravo to him. Yeah. So uh, his email says, hey, guys, just finished real kiss alive. Six great episode. This era of kiss is when I really started to get into music and into the band. So hearing clips of the songs one after another was a lot of fun. I got to say, Gene's voice on Crazy Nights is different and really good. He also started to look better with Crazy Nights, too. During Lick It Up, Animal Eyes, and Asylum videos, he looked, he went, his look went from an apocalyptic thug to a fluorescent, ugly drag queen. <laughs> but with Crazy Nights, the black leather jacket and improved skincare regimen really had him looking <laughs> sharp. <laughs> says Zeus I like your set list the best I would consider having the end of Bruce's solo lead right into the intro of no 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 keep up the good work fellas Danny Pooney Danny thanks buddy great email um, funny stuff yeah Gene's look in the 80s that might be an entire episode topic in the future who knows it was looking rough it was looking good not really <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing we did is our last Friday night we had some of our fellow friends we had uh, Tony from Restrained, who does our intro on the bonus episodes. And Restrained's got a new album coming out soon, so keep on a lookout for that. We'll mention it when it does come out. We've heard a couple of sneak peeks of the songs. They're pretty cool. Uh, we had our, our fellow uh, shout-out loudcaster, Sonny. We had Ed from Click Tea Shop. K-L-L-I-C-K-T-E-E-S-H-O-P.com. Uh, and we had... Fellow Paisan, Joey Casada. <laughs> um, he was on as well. And we did a band draft where we would do like fantasy, like football style. We had six of us. We'd pick a band, one singer two guitarists, one bassist, a drummer, in a miscellaneous. That miscellaneous could not play those instruments and could be anything from a band manager to, I think, Sonny picked Derek Riggs, the guy from Iron Maiden, to design his Eddie. Well, uh, he had, no, he, his, he, he actually picked Eddie, the mascot himself. Well, I would assume that's Derek Riggs. Oh, okay. You know what I mean. Okay. Um, but, you know, we had managers picked. We had producers. Um, so we had all sorts of stuff. It was a of fun uh the episode was like two hours i think we we just released it i, I put it out uh, as an episode as well it's on youtube the live cast you can see it on our facebook page that was a lot of fun tom you had your picks you want to quickly say why you pick your band Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Uh, sure. Yeah. So that, that wasn't, that was an absolute blast. I mean, we, we had so much fun with that. Um, yeah, let me pull up my, uh, my roster here. I got it. And I can, I can read it for you. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I got, I got it. Um, no, that it was a ton of fun and, and having a draft like that, it, it gets like stressful, you know, like a fantasy football draft kind of thing. So for, so we did two rounds. So my first round, my lead vocals was, uh, Robert Plant. My guitars were Prince and Slash, probably my two of my favorites. My bass player was the late, great Cliff Burton. Drums was the best. Neil Peart in Miscellaneous was one of my all-time favorites. Mr. Elton John on the keyboards, piano, helping out with some songwriting maybe too. Then my, my, um, my second round band was uh, my lead singer. I was the only one giving some love to the ladies. I had Pat Benatar as my lead vocalist. Is this Pat Nebatar? My guitars were Kirk Hammett and Tom Morello. Bass player, the great Getty Lee. Drums, the amazing Taylor Hawkins. Foo Fighters, miscellaneous producer Rick Rubin. So we just had so much fun with that, man. We could have kept going. We ended up, if you haven't checked out the uh, the, the video or the audio, that uh, the podcast, we, we carried on about people that we didn't draft and why we didn't draft them. I mean, we could have just kept going. It was so much fun. It was a great time with those guys. Yeah, for mine, I took Coverdale, the best guitarist around. That's Jimmy Page. I took Jerry Cantrell as my second guitarist. I took Gene Simmons from Kiss as my bass player. I took Don Henley as my drummer, and I took the great Peter Grant, Led Zeppelin's manager, as my miscellaneous. My first team, I looked at it as I want uh, a bunch of Patriots, New England Patriots, versatile people. So obviously Coverdale can sing with the exception of Paige. Everyone else could sing. So Jerry Cantrell could sing Gene, Don Henley. That's why I went there. My second group is a group of, I think we were calling them. The band's name was going to be fist fight. Oh yeah. Uh, Axel, <laughs> Axel Rose, the, <laughs> Richie Blackmore, Malcolm Young, the only nice guy, Mickey six, Peter, Chris, and then the the caped one himself, Eddie Kramer, producing. And that is just, I don't even think they're going to be able to make an album. They'll be fighting left and right with the attitudes and everything in that band. But I, I thought there was a lot of versatility there and a little craziness. It might, it might become something there. Yep. But, you know, for the most part, everybody picked a lot of great guys. We did one round, and I just thought that, that was going to be, there's way too many big names not picked. 
we could have done five rounds and it still would have worked. Um, the funny thing was, I know Joey got a lot of shit because all his people were dead and old. <laughs> I, think, I, I mean, he had like Billy Joel, Paul McCartney, Steve Perry. I think someone was like, dude, are you going to take Sammy Davis Jr.? <laughs> Who can take a sunrise? Sprinkle it with you. Cover it with chocolate and a miracle or two. The candy man. Who the candy man can. Oh, Joey. But it was a lot. Oh, and he had George Harrison. Yep. Yeah, Brian May. And Paul Rogers from <laughs> free and bad company. Just, he was yeah. drafted like he was drafted like the 60s, 70s classic rock lineup. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, but uh, the feedback that we got, I think the guy that got the most praise was our good friend Ed from yeah. Click T Shop. Yep. Ed's band was Bon Scott, Randy Rhodes, James Hetfield. Michael Anthony, Eric Kyle with the great Bill Coin as his manager. That is awesome. Um, That's a I, fucking sick that lineup. Probably, yeah, I agree. Yeah. That is a fantastic line. He took. He had the biggest steal for me, Randy Rhodes. I love that pick. Yep. Um, I thought he did well. I mean, everybody picked well. I mean, can you go wrong in this? No. Uh, the first pick, George Lynch by Tony. Sonny took Paul Stanley, Eddie Van Halen. Um, you know, there's a lot of great stuff. It was a ton of fun. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. The feedback, I could do this for days. The funny comments that we got in our feedback on the Facebook stuff. If you want to laugh, go look at them. But there's too much there to go into. It was a lot of fun. And look for the next one. I think we got one coming up with our brethren podcasters. I think it was us in the rotation. Yep. So we'll be having one coming soon, and we'll tell you about it coming up. Yep. And, um, oh, we did get one more person's band. And that is Jericho's. And he texted this one to us, Tom. His vocalist was Dio, guitar, Randy Rhodes, and uh, Malcolm Young. Nice. His bassist, Cliff Burton, drums the late, great Cozy Powell. Mm. Um, He said because he would lock, lock in better with Malcolm than Neil would. And that was his decision. And I, I get his point. Okay. Yeah. Cozy Powell is more of a metal rather than a progressive. It's true. It's true. Drummer to work with, you know, Malcolm in his riffs. That makes perfect sense. Cozy has a different groove than Neil Peart for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Power drummer, power yep. guy. So yep. anyways, that's a great way to end this. And uh, when we end things, maybe we can get started with doing a little bit of uh, something else going on there. Oh, we'll see because it's summertime. It's hot. You got a long weekend coming up. Maybe you get a little, maybe you get away with your, with your, with your favorite loved one there. Before you do that, though, it's adamandeve.com because free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up the bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Use promo code LOUDCAST at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, 
special gift for her and a third item you will both enjoy. And do not forget those six free spicy movies and free shipping. That's promo code loudcast at adameve.com. Woo! Woo! It's getting a little hot. <laughs> Ooh, I need a compilation to cool me down. Well, we got one for you, Tom. So this week we're going to talk about we're doing our third compilation CD. Well, album, CD, cassette, you name it, LP. Yep. Um, we've done the a couple in the past. We did Greatest Kiss, the very best of Kiss, and these are you know every obviously you're listening to a Kiss podcast, so chances are you probably buy them, never listen to them, but you buy them just to have them to fill your collection. But maybe you do want to buy it. Maybe you don't put anything on. You like playing an album or you want to give this to a friend to get into Kiss. So what's the best compilation to give them? Well, this is how we're doing. We're breaking down all these compilations, okay? Uh, As we talked about, we did Very Best, Greatest Kiss. This time we're doing the Millennium Collection, uh, the Best of Kiss. This is volume one. It doesn't say volume one, but this one is the first one. There's two more volumes that came out. This starts from, um, you know, obviously the debut album, and it goes to Dynasty. I Was Made for Loving You was the last song on this. So we'll say till 79. So basically, Tom, it looks like it's an album of the original four. Yep. And right. this, this, yeah, and this series, if you're not familiar with the series, so it's the 20th Century Masters Millennium Collection. Uh, it was a series that launched in 1999. Um, it was put out by Universal Music. And what they did was they released these packages, these greatest, these collections for what they deemed like the iconic bands and artists of the 20th century. And depending on how big the artist catalog was, they would have multiple volumes. So for Kiss, they had three. Back in 99, when these series started coming out and before the, the, you know, the birth of like streaming media and everything, this was a great way to get introduced to some bands that maybe you loved or maybe some collections that you wanted to have because they did mm-hmm. a nice they did a nice job. I, I have a lot of these collections from a lot of other bands. And they did a they did a nice job in general, and uh, we're, we're going to talk about what they did for for Kiss on Volume One here. Yeah, and basically, this uh, album was released in two thousand three, August fifth, two thousand and three, uh, to uh, to be precise. And it's got twelve songs. Do you want to run down the songs? Sure. You want to run them down right now? Yeah, please go ahead. Okay, sure. So we got Strutter, Deuce. Hotter Than Hell, Come On and Love Me, Rock and Roll All Night Live, Detroit Rock City, Beth, Hard Luck Woman, Colin Dr. Love, Love Gun, Christine 16, and I Was Made for Loving You. We'll get into that. We'll, we'll go into a little bit more detail about our thoughts and on what we got picked there, but let's Those look at the 12 songs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So let's um, look at the first thing. Let's take a look at like the, you know, the, it, the these, these CDs, these releases had like a standard formatted cover, right? And then they took they would take an iconic picture of the band. Yep. So for this one here, you're talking it's the it's the early years of Kiss. So it says the best of Kiss, and it's written in the in the classic font. And it's got a kick-ass early era. This is like a live era group photo. It's not a live photo, but you know, it's got Gene with the tongue out, Peter with a blind smile, Paul doing his, you know, you know, hamming it up for the camera, and Ace not knowing what the fuck is going on. 
I always think of Murph when I think of this. Ace is never looking into the camera. Ever since he said that, I I picked up on it all the yep. time now. Yep. He's never looking in the camera. Yep. Over here, over here. Yeah, Ace. Ace, Ace, over here, buddy. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. But it's it's a it's some killer artwork. And then the the back artwork. This is the exact same photo that is on disc two of the box set. Um, it's it it's the exact same photo. So if you have this CD and if you have the box set, you can compare it. That photo is the photo for disc two of the box set. It's a it's an outtake of like the alive photo shoot, the flames going up in the air, and the band doing like a pose, and then it's got the track listings. Um, and then yeah, and Zeus Zeus has the booklet right in front of him. Um, unbelievably, I cannot find my copy of the CD. I have all my Kiss CDs in one place. Absolutely have no idea what this is. So Zeus, what tell us what the little booklet looks like as well. Yeah, the first picture inside you open it up is the famous picture of them, the dress to kill photo. Yep. Okay. When they're sitting in the street corner in New York City. And it's a, like, you know, uh, some information getting an article written by Jeff Kitts about uh, the four of them and a little bit of a explanation about the band getting to that point. And then there's that photo i forget which photo this is tom that's uh, from the ab i think that's from the abc in concert ABC. Yeah. The, in, the in concert the, show as well yep. yeah and um yeah that's on the inside of the cd itself now this album tom actually went certified gold and that's that, the 30th gold album that's why when you hear how many gold albums a lot of them are not just the studio albums they're just the compilation ones this is another one that went gold. And if you look at their compilation history, obviously we know the first one that came out was Double Plat. Then you got 82's Killers. 88's Chikara, which none of us have, is worth like a couple hundred bucks now if you can find that thing. Yep. And you went from 82 Killers, really that was in Europe, but you really in the U.S. had Double Platinum. Then it went to 88 smashes, thrashes, and hits. Mm-hmm. So, and then you finally got after the reunion, greatest kiss in 97, very best in 2002. And then the Millennium Connection came out, collection came out in 2003, volume one. The next year, four. And then 2006, the third volume came out. In between that, you got gold and a few other ones afterwards. But this came out in three, 2003. At this point now, this is when we all started bitching. Let's get some new music. Every other week, we're getting compilations of the old shit. Yeah. Um, and oh. unfortunately, you know, there was more of these to come. Yeah, it's it's funny because I was just going to say you're, you're right. This was this was the this was the saturation point for compilations. Uh, whether that's Kiss's fault themselves or the record label's fault. I mean, obviously, obviously, these compilations were a product of universal music, putting them out for every artist. Um, but, you know, you throw these in here, and like you said, every time you turn around, it's another compilation. Of course, we're KISS fans, we're completionists, we're collectors, we get them all, and we we throw them all in our collection. Nerd! Nerd! So, you're a KISS fan, 2003, they're in the makeup again. This is another one that comes out that's going makeup style through Peter Chris. Now, I believe Greatest Kiss was similar to that. At least the U.S. version of Greatest Kiss was all Kiss in makeup. And that had like 
16 songs, I think. 16 I songs, yeah. And I, th- yeah. And, I th- and I think that stuck with the original four because I think that was put out as a way to kind of push the reunion tour. Not that the reunion tour needed any pushing, but but yeah, that was like a that was like an original four compilation on the U.S. version, at least it was. Yeah, yeah, and it had all, all those. So for this one, you're only doing 12, which is like a full length album, 12 songs. So for us, in order us to review this, I've got to look at it as like, okay, so we're only doing the Peter Chris era. This is called the Millennium Connection, the best of. So this isn't for me and you. This is for the, hey, I I like Kiss. I want to get an album by them. Let me get this. What's their best one? Let me pick this one up. I want the makeup years one with the original four. So you grab this. So they have, let's look at this album. They've got two from the first album, one from Hawkman and Hell, one from Dress to Kill, one from Alive, two from Destroy It, two from Rock and Roll Over, two from Love Gun, one for Dynasty. 12 mm-hmm. songs. Yep. Now, you got two from the original Kiss album. All right, let's say you stick with two. Are those the two that you would put on here? Well, these 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 collections, as we said earlier, I I refer to these as like a like a starter kit for for the band. You know, whether it's Kiss, you know, they have them for Tesla, they have them for LA Guns, they have them for hip hop artists, country artists, con- adult contemporary. They have, so these are these are these are bands. These are CDs to introduce the general population to a band. Like I said, like a, an introductory okay. starter kit. So, okay. Strutter and deuce. I don't know. I mean, deuce is got to be there. Strutter. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I love strutter, but I know, I know we're both going to say why isn't black diamond on there from the first album. Well, I would look at it this way. Black diamond has always been there throughout its history. Strutter is coming gone. Strutter is not on their farewell tour. Right. So to me, I think Strutter shouldn't be there. I'm looking at either Black Diamond or Colgin should be there. Colgin has always been there. Yep. But are they going to go ahead and put two Gene songs from the first album? Mm. Fuck no. No. Paul is never letting that happen. No. So I would guess that you'd go Black Diamond because that's another way to showcase a different member of Kiss. Mm -hmm. You got two of them. You can go Paul. And Peter, but you know what? Paul doesn't sing that much on Black Diamond, so maybe that's why Strutter got in there. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it, it was. It's. It's. It's been on. I mean, it was on. You know, the disco Strutter was on double platinum. Um, but you know, open it up with a Paul song. You know, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of lot of options they could have had off the debut album. Deuce is definitely going to be in there, but you're right, Cold Gin, Black Diamond. But yeah, I I still Strutter. Okay. But whatever. Yeah. Let's go. Hotter than hell. This poor album, which, you know, I'm not going to give it away, but arguably could be the best of the first three, always gets shafted when it comes to compilations. And you know why shafted? Because the fucking title song is always put on compilations. And then you're like, oh, fucking hotter than hell. Like, that is probably my, one of my least favorite songs on this album. But it gets put on all the compilations, and that's why it's so fatigued, and it's like people are just like, oh, trying to jam it down our throat. But you got to put something from Hotter Than Hell. Got to choose 
let me go rock and roll watching you and coming home. If you're going by hits and popularity, I get harder than hell because it's probably played more than others. What do you think? I think I agree with you. I think harder than hell is one of the worst songs on the entire album. Um, I, I like the live version of harder than hell, but like, like it was funny how you said harder than hell gets shafted. Harder than hell got shafted because it's only got it got one song. Everybody else got two except for Dynasty. This has one song, and they pick that. I mean, you, you could have put Parasite on here. That was a hit, courtesy of of Alive. Um, watching you, you know. I mean, I I, I think again, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna probably say it more than once, but th- this is a starter kit. This this CD is not meant for Kiss fans. It's meant for people to who don't know be like, oh, I'm going to grab a Kiss CD. But this is this. It shows the disrespect that this album gets. That, that album is chock full of amazing songs. Hotter than gets, hell, and is it gets one song, and it's the t- and it's the title track. Hotter than hell is easier to swallow. Yeah, of course, it's an easy, slow prodding yep. Kiss song. Watching you will fucking blow your socks off. Absolutely, and Parasite too. Another. And it's another in Parasite too. It's heavy. It yep. might not be for the general guy that's go the girl that wants to get a kiss song because it's got I was made for loving you and rock and roll all night and you know yep. and all of a sudden watching you's on there and people are gonna be like what the fuck is this? Harder than hell might work. The other yep. thing I'm thinking about is Parasite was written by who? Ace. If you look at this album, with the exception of Beth. All the songs picked are either written by Paul or Gene. Well, yeah. Well, at least you get Pete, at least you got Peter singing two songs, though. Even you talk about songwriting, at least you get two Peter performances. That that if you think that they don't know about that stuff in publishing and writing, and oh, of course stuff, they, of course they, absolutely. Uh, that doesn't count for them. Of course, so that's why I'm thinking a song like Parasite maybe doesn't, and others could but be. Then again, you're right. So. If you're going by, like you said, a starter kit, maybe hard the hell, unfortunately, gets put on here. Yep. Yep. Agreed. And I can't see them putting anything else all over the songs that they picked from Harder Than Hell over these other songs. They're not bigger than them. Right. Right. As hit wise. Okay. None, no, none of them are. Then we go to Dress to Kill and you got Come On and Love Me as the only song, but technically rock and roll all night is. Obviously, Rock All Night, they're going to put the Alive version on there. Fine. Okay. Dress to Kill. Do you have a problem with them just putting on Come On and Love Me? Well, Come On and Love Me might be my all-time favorite Kiss song tied with another one that's not on this compilation. But So I'm not going to complain about that. And I think they killed two birds with one stone by putting the live version of Rock and Roll All Night. They're getting representation from Dress to Kill, and they're getting representation from Alive. Um, so I, I, I think that's fine. I think they did a nice job. You, you gotta have rock and roll all night and you gotta have the live version. So yeah, I, as I, I, far think, as... I, I think they did a nice job with those two songs. You do, huh? Yeah. Very proud of you. That's very nice. As far as other compilation type songs, rock bottom and she love her all I can is a deep cut. Yeah. But rock, those two songs shouldn't be on here over anything else. No rock bottom or she agree. Right. So then they go to Destroyer, yep. and obviously Detroit Rock City, right? And obviously Beth, because it's starter kit kiss makes sense. However, no God of Thunder, 
right? Right. No king of the nighttime world. But I am shocked that they didn't put shout it out loud on here. Yeah, well, I think they tried to stay. I mean, if you look at it, they tried to stay one or two songs per album. And you can't shout it out loud is not going to knock out Beth or Detroit Rock City. So they're not no. going to put they're not going to put three albums from from Destroyer on here. So I see what you're saying, but Detroit Rock City and Beth Beth would Beth is the obvious for a Kiss starter kit CD. And so Detroit Rock City too. And it, right, exactly. So those those are kind of layups right there. I think, yeah, yeah. So if I would say something that's missing that could get squeezed in as a misc, shout it out loud. Yep. Should maybe they come in with the live version or something like that, a live two version? Well, we're so, gonna get. We'll get. I'll cover that in a second. But go ahead. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about. So let's go to rock and roll over. Rock and roll over. They go to hard luck woman in calling Doctor Love. Now, I get calling Doctor Love. I even get hard luck woman. The hard luck woman was on the radio. It was kind of a top forty hit for them. So it's got to play, and it also will be easy, like to swallow for, like you said, the starter kit Kiss fan. Yep. Um, so I get that those are there, and calling Doctor Love is just a classic, and everyone knows it. Yeah, the thing about Rock and Roll Over is it's kind of like a an album f- that's not full of, you know, common, you know, co- like fan. Not fan, but non-fans. Like you're not going to put "I Want You" on here. You're not going to put "Making Love." You're not going to put "Take Me." You're not going to put "Mr. Speed." You know. So these are the best. So Hard Luck Woman's obviously, and Calling Doctor Love was probably the big popular hit, compilation-wise, live-wise. So these are going to be on here for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then you go to Love Gun, Love Gun. and you've got Love Gun and Christine Sixteen. Obviously, Love Gun. Christine 16 was on the radio. I remember. I hear it all the time. I, so do you put a Christine 16 over? Rep, uh, shout it out loud. Well, a couple things on this. So uh, Christine 16, I'm fine with that. I'm surprised that with rep, with, with two Peter representations that they didn't throw shock me on here so that everybody from the original four was represented on this album. But the bigger thing to me, Mm -hmm. why not throw the live version of love gun or Christine 16 from Alive Two to kill the two birds with one stone. Like you did with rock and roll all night, which represented both dressed to kill and alive one. There's no alive Two representation here. And that album was huge. You could have had love gun live, or you could have, you could have had calling Dr. Love live. So they so they 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 avoided alive too altogether. Christine yeah. sixteen, you're right. That was a, that was a semi hit. The radio did play that. You could also go alive to rocket ride. Yep, they could have they could have done Ace. that in there. Something for Ace, correct? So then you go Dynasty with the one track. I was made for loving you. If you're gonna do one track, obviously that's getting played. The next would be obviously sure no something, but sure no something's not going over any of these songs. I stole your love is too heavy for this this grouping. The other thing yeah. I was thinking about, Tom, is the other one that could have fit in here would be New York Groove if you're going like that. As they would, they, they would never put a solo song on here, especially Ace's solo. But I know what you're saying. It was a hit. That was definitely a hit for them. But I've seen them put it on other stuff, all the compilations. They have. You're right. Or they could have even thrown on Two Thousand Men. It's not a hit, 
but it's an ace reference. Yeah. So for me, maybe I would go take out Christine 16 and put shock me. Yeah. So then you could be like, yeah, kiss had four members that sang. Oh, you listen to this song. You, you could have put the live version of shock me and then you could have killed three birds with one stone ace alive two, second song from love gun. You yeah. could have che- checked off all those boxes by putting sh- the live version of shock me would have been Great terrific. Call. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I, I would think New York groove is another a, hit, yep. So, but you're going 12 songs. So if you're sticking with that, the record label or company say, Hey, we on these albums, we only do 12 songs. Where do you take something out? Every album technically is, and, and you know, if they don't want to really represent a live album, but they just wanted to put the live version of rock and roll night in here. I, all right. I get that. Every album got represented. I will give them that up to dynasty. So where do you take something out? Um, you can't give an, one album three and one album one. So everything's going to have, Two, like if you took out Love Gun, Christine 16, then maybe you do, I would say, Ace's New York Roof off the solo album as a hits type of record. Right. But I don't really see where where they could have gone that much different than what I, they did here. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think you're right. I mean, I think the breakdown, again, if, you, if you're going to use it as an intro, you know, kind of basic you know oh hey look this is uh and and a lot of these cds when they were when they were released they were thrown into those bins where you can get them for cheap they weren't like they i mean they they weren't i don't even know if they were released as full price cds yeah um so somebody's like oh yeah kiss i don't have anything by them i'm gonna grab this and like you said you know they're not gonna put i stole your love they're not gonna put watching you they're not gonna put parasite they're not gonna put anything crazy you know, but here's an interesting thing. We've talked about this before whenever we talk about Christine 16. Yeah. This came out in 2003. Christine 16, to people that aren't Kiss fans, they're probably like, this fucking guy's talking about a 16-year-old high school girl? <laughs> like, that's kind of weird. Like, to, like, to, like you think of all the other songs. I mean, and again, it was a hit. You said it. They played it on the radio. But that's kind of an interesting selection. I mean, they could have gone... Actually, I don't, obviously, they're not going to go with plastic caster and talk about fucking you know clay dicks. They're not going to freaking put that on the on the compilation. But I don't know. I think I think if they're I, I, while we were talking, I pulled up some of the other 20th century masters, and I think twelve songs was the standard for these. So Good. I I think yeah. they were kind of I think their hands were tied with what their options were. Because by the late eighties, when Winger was di- doing, she's only seventeen. Yep. Even then, we're like, you're like 30 years old. <laughs> what about what about when what about when Rick James was doing it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. I mean, this was 2003. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I will say. Well, we'll get into it. I'll save my I'll save my overall thoughts on it. But you know, hotter than hell, unfortunately, is the one that's just going to take the beating. And Dynasty, this was the big hit from it. You know, everything else these these were these were big songs. I mean. I don't have too many complaints. No, this is about as standard as it can get. Yep. There's, you know, I would say the biggest thing missing from this, if just hits wise, I would look at this and say Black Diamond, Cold Gin, uh, New York Groove, Shock Me, Shout It Out Loud. Yep. 
Yeah, but that's the problem. Like you said, De- Destroyer had so many singles or so many hits that you know, they're not they're not going to put three on there because you, you God you, of Thunder. Right. Yeah. Well, they're not going to put anything on that. It's too scary for people who don't yeah, know anything about yeah. Kiss. Yeah, but but it, let's go the other aspect of this, Tom. I've got Strutter, Hotter Than Hell, Come On and Love Me, Detroit Rock City, Love Gun, and I Was Made for Loving You. So that's six, I believe, right? Yep. And then you got Deuce, um, Rock and Roll All Night, Calling Dr. Love, and Christine, four. And then the other two are Peter. That's right. Six, four, two. And and we, I've said I'll say it again. I mean I love the Ace songs. He he's on the cover of the album. They got him in there in that. He's in all the band photos. He sang songs in this era from seventy four to seventy nine, and they got nothing on here for, from him. So I think yeah. that's I think that's an interesting choice or an interesting omission if you want but if you want to put it like that. About this one is for the twelve songs they picked. There is nothing on here that would be like, dude. That's that's not that shouldn't be on there. That shouldn't be on there. Maybe something right. could be on air more so, but not that anything is bad. Like Greater Kiss had like I think Flaming Youth. Yeah, we talked about that. Go listen to that episode if you haven't heard. That's an interesting compilation, right? Yeah. So we we're like, where did that fucking come from? So on this, these twelve, yeah, maybe the other songs are bigger, better, or, but they're also heavier. These are. Popular songs. Let's be honest. They are. Is that they're the best they're, way to say it. They're user friendly. You know, yeah. they're 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 not they're not threatening. They're not loud and heavy and bombastic. I mean, Detroit Rock City might be loud and heavy, but you know, it's got it, it's got that chorus. It's got a sing along. Co- I mean, these these are all great, easy to easy to like you said, easy to swallow songs, easy to digest. Put the CD in and go. Oh, I like Kiss. Maybe I, this is good. Maybe I'll buy some of their other albums. Yeah, Detroit Rock City and Deuce are the heaviest songs on this. Think about that. Oh, Love Gun, the, the, especially the intro. Yeah, if, if it's never, still if, a little. Yeah, but if you've never heard Love Gun, it's still kind of popish. A it little, is. Yeah, it is. Right. Yep. But there's yep. no, there's no God of Thunder, Black Diamond. Right. You know. So yeah. So this was this album. Yep. Real long uh, album review we did there. Um, but I, I like breaking down compilations. It's a little bit different than an album review because I like I like because we're such kiss geeks and because most of our listeners are too. I like talking about like I like critiquing the selection and saying what 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 should be there, what shouldn't be there, what would we have taken out, what sh- what can't be taken out. I like I like like you like examining the set list on a compilation because. It, there's a lot to talk about when you're talking about a kiss compilation, what could be in there, what shouldn't be in there. So the way I see it is if I was going to take out, let's go to that. Then Tom, mm-hmm. if I, I was going to take out, I would take out strutter and I would put black diamond in there. Yep. All right. I, I agree. would take out, um, Christine 16 and I would put in, I think I would do what you did and say, Shock me live. Yep. Now exactly. Ace is covered. Now Alive 2 is covered. Um, but the problem with that is then technically Paul has four songs and Peter has three. Well, that, the, the way to solve so, that. The way to my, solve, just yeah, let me just finish this um, one last point. Sorry. Who's gonna be the one that's gonna break that to Paul? That's what the argument would be at the record label. Who's gonna tell Paul that? We're doing 
a fucking kiss greatest between the four original members, and he only has four <laughs> songs. Gene has four. Peter has three. Holy fuck. If they took Strutter out and put in Black Diamond, you get Hardlock Woman out of there. You get hard. Would you, it? You, it, not on this type of album. Right, because it's a user-friendly song. You're right. Yeah. Probably, but I mean, kind of a hit. It it was, it, and it's a light, easy song to listen to for a new fan. Yeah, and then maybe if I keep take Black Diamond out, maybe I put in Cold Gin instead. Then. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> You're right. Beth and Hard Luck Woman have to stay in there for any introductory hits. Hits yeah, compilation. Absolutely, Paul yeah. get a writing credit on that. Yep. No, it's true. It's true. Right. Yep. I would just think that. I mean, I don't want, I got it. You got to leave fucking harder than hell in there. Is that it? There's my fucking dude. We left harder than hell in here for you, Paul. Come on. That's, that's, that's how I would say it to him. Come on, buddy. There's, there's nothing else from that album that can be on there. I mean, it's, it's a hit and they were playing it on tour. So it's, it's not, that's not coming off. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd be like, that's pretty weak of all these songs. That's the weakest song on this by far. And we left it in there for you, Paul. Come on. Give us a break. Well, that, that's the other big question, and I don't know. I don't know anything about the record industry. I don't know anything about compilations, especially when they're doing when they're doing a broad set amongst all these artists. I don't know who's who's in charge of picking this set list. I don't even know if the band had anything to do with it, or if Universal Music said this is what we're doing. I don't know that, enough about that, but it would be interesting to see that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I just feel that uh, that's how I would switch it up a little bit. I yeah. get Ace represented. And then I would probably switch out Strutter. But I could also leave that in there. You know what? To be honest with you, if I'm thinking about radio and stuff, Strutter Strutter is probably more uh, for a newbie than Black Diamond would be. Especially if the album opens up with Strutter. You know, you could leave that in there, but you got to leave hotter than hell. You got to have a representation from that in there. Yeah, no, you're right. And that's that's probably the only one that they can do. Nothing else was that big of a kind of like, like a single of any kind from Hotter Than Hell. I mean, you can think about Got to Choose maybe or or um, what's the other one there that he coming home. But they're not they weren't like radio played songs and stuff. Strange Ways is a is a deep cut. Parasite's oh. kind of a deep cut. And that's yeah. another Gene song. He ain't going for that shit. Right. No, you're right. I mean. It's they did the best that they could. If they were limited to twelve songs, and again, I checked a couple of other twentieth century masters collections, it looks like they were capped at twelve songs. So there's really no way out of this here, you know. Um, And let me go rock and roll is a Gene song, so he ain't gonna be happy with that. Yeah, and and harder than hell is a much bigger hit off than that, you know. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Are we good? No, we're good. I'd say so. Now we measure it up against the other compilations that we've talked about. Let's look at the cover. Do you remember the covers for Greatest Kiss? I got them in front of me. Yep. I got them right here. For the very best of Kiss. Yep. What's the best cover and what's your order? Because before you had very best to Kiss, then Greatest Kiss, just as I did. Yeah. What are you doing now? So very best of Kiss is one of the best compilation covers because it has close-ups of the band. It looks like it's the Love Gun era. Um, and each each face has like a tint of the colors from the solo albums, you know, the blue for Ace, the red for Gene, et cetera. 
Um, greatest kiss is is pretty awful it's it's got the big kiss logo and then inside it's got like a a, a, just a a kind of a lame live shot of the band 20th century masters awesome cover i'm going to put that number two i'm going to keep very best to kiss number one i'm going to put 20th century number two and i'm going to keep and greatest kiss is going to go last in terms of cover art for me okay so Millennium sneaks into number two for you, and Greatest Kiss goes down to number three, and Very Best Days is number one. Yep. I'm going to change mine, Tom. Uh, I'm going to put this as the best. Okay. I mean, yep. I, I, you know, the original four and, and a nice kind of original photo. I don't remember really seeing that one. Yep. Um, and, the, you know, the four images of the Very Best of Kiss is great, but we've had an image of the four faces close up. And it's not as good as Dynasty, obviously, this photo. But right. we've seen something like that. And so, uh, although it's great, I think the Millennium, which is an original kind of photo of the original band just being, you know, Agreed. showing right. off themselves. That's yep. the only reason why I am uh, I am putting this as the best compilation cover. Okay. I won't, now, argue, I won't argue with that at all. We're going to do albums. Yep. So... We originally, you had The Greatest Kiss and then Very Best of Kiss. I had it the opposite. I had okay. Very Best of Kiss and then Greatest Kiss. Okay. Go ahead, buddy. So for me, this because there's 12 songs, this is going to go last. Um, I'm going to keep Greatest Kiss as number one. Um, it's an awesome, awesome collection. Uh, it's got some, it's got, you know, a little bit more of a variety f- for me. Very best of Kiss. I, I I like it, but some of those extra songs, you know, I'm I'm not a big fan of. I was made. Uh, excuse me, I'm not a big fan of New York Groove. You know, I love it loud. Eh, lick it up. Eh, God gave rock and roll to you. Eh, I mean, it does have. I stole your love. To me, the the interesting setup of of Greatest Kiss is 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 what I like. It's got, you know, it, it's it, it's just got a different a different mix. You know, some some songs that might even be considered you know a quote unquote deep cut. You know, um, so I, I like I like that one a lot. You know, I mean, it's got it's got it's got two sides of the coin. It's got plastic caster. It's got Christine sixteen. It's got Do You Love Me. It's got Sure No Something. It's a it's a different kind of compilation for different meaning. It's not the standard fare that you get from a Kiss compilation. So I, I put that first. Okay, so you're putting the Millennium Collection last. Correct. So you're stick with Greatest Kiss, then Very Best of Kiss, then Cult Millennium Collection. Yep. All right. So for me, I had very best of kiss, greatest kiss, then and now I'm doing the Millennium Collection. Okay. I'm going to put this last as well. Yep. And it's quite simply, obviously, it's 12 songs compared to the rest. The very best of kiss has a, you know, much it's got, you know, 21 songs on here yep. and uh, much bigger selection. The other thing is and the other one's got 16 songs, but it's got, for me, sure knows something. I love that. Plaster Caster. I love that. You know, those songs stick out, even though it's got, you know, Flaming Youth and Two Sides of the Coin. No need for a shout it out loud live. But I, I for me, I, I love this. And um, the yep. other one is too generic. And I will say, though, the one caveat I will say is, I would probably give this CD to a newbie before any of the other ones. 
Oh, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. I, yep. But not for me. No. But no. for somebody else, like, hey, I, I like, you know, I like that song, Beth, your girlfriend likes Beth, or some kid that you know likes that song, rock and roll all night, and you're like, all right, try this. Here you go. Yep. I would give them that before I'd give them any of these other ones. It's a perfect introductory album to somebody that's interested in finding out what Kiss is all about. Absolutely it is. Right. But for not for me, for me, if I'm going to take one on the road, I can only have one compilation. I'm taking the very best. I know you're sticking with greatest kiss, but yep. uh, I, I'm just taking 21 songs, you know, and uh, it's also got forever lick it up. It goes a little deeper, very best to kiss. So okay. it's it into modern stuff. So, okay. Anyways, that's our album review. Uh, hope you liked it. And, uh, after that, we usually go into questions. Yep. So we got a question here from, this is on, from Facebook. This is from Aaron Philpot, not Aaron Philbo, Aaron Philpot. Hey, so this back. is going to be, this is going to be an interesting question. Cause I don't even know if there's an answer for it, but he says, what is your favorite piece of non makeup era merchandise? Hmm. Yeah. 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 On makeup era era merchandise you know what it could be go ahead that i can think of yes and quarantine's been doing it it's that fucking like japanese letter that eric Carr had right that's the thing that comes to mind yep and the quarantine guys have that and ed does something with that too doesn't he yes yep he does that that's a good that's a good one because it's tough because when you think of makeup you when you think of makeup era merchandise is a billion different things you can think of but i think something something around the, the eric car era like that japanese symbol that he had on his drums there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of options here unless you're going to go with the friggin thong that paul wears on the back cover of crazy nights <laughs> <laughs> or his friggin everlast uh friggin gloves or whatever the fuck he was wearing um yeah, I don't know. It's a, that that's a tough one. That's a it's a good question. I'd like to know what other people think of if we're missing something. Um, I guess I'm going to cop out here and kind of agree with Zeus on the the Japanese era. You know that that logo that Eric had on his drums. You know, that that's that's pretty cool. I don't know if that's a piece of merchandise, but it's a it's an I, it's an Chikara, is that what that is? Yeah, it's like an icon from that from that. It's an you know icon from that era. Um, yeah. but no, but Aaron, we appreciate the question. That's a good one. And I'll be interested to see if anybody else has anything that they can think of that would be kind of cool from that era. Um, maybe if you could, you know, something's popped into my head. It's not really merchandise, but more of a iconic image from that non-makeup era is the Leon, the Sphinx from a hot in the shade. You know, that, 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 that's pretty kick-ass. I have two, I actually have two t-shirts with that on the front of it. I have a white t-shirt with a tour and then the, uh, and then one that came with the uh, anniversary vinyl edition. So Leon, the Sphinx, you know, if there was, if you could get a little, uh, one of those, that'd be pretty killer too. Nice. Yep. All right. All right. Booger. So Tom, people can find us on all the podcast, uh, forums, iTunes, Google play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. you name it. We're on it. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube, and uh, please subscribe to us if you're if you ever see any of our stuffs on YouTube. It's usually the episode with uh, an image I'll put up. I think it's our logo, and it comes up. Subscribe to us and 
sometimes YouTube works better and people rather look at YouTube than listen to us on the podcast. But if you do follow us on, you do get our podcast, subscribe to us, um, then please give us a review. Those five star child reviews help us tremendously. And when we do get them, we always read them out loud and we appreciate them greatly. It's a big help to us. Um, the other way people can get a contact with us, you can send us direct messages on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and then obviously email. We love getting emails, and we try to get back to as many people as possible. Um, we're pretty good about it. Our email is shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. We will read emails when we get them. And uh, we do appreciate them. So please send us your feedback. We love getting them. I think we got one of those uh, recently. We got an email that you wanted to read too as well. Well, we got an interesting email. That's for sure. <clears throat> so this one comes from Casa de Leon. Fairly new listener here. I enjoy your episodes, especially the humor. It's interesting that you can have many folks on, but still have chemistry with them. I also love that you guys talk Kiss and the other bands in your bonus episodes. I love blowjobs and omelets just <laughs> the same. Peace out. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, thank you, I think, Casa de Leon. Our friend Sonny Hollywood Pooney believes that that last line may be from a movie. Nobody can figure out if it is. If you know if it is, let us know. But that's a great email. We appreciate it. I don't know about that last line, but that's our kind of humor. So thank you for sharing that. Casa de Leon. <laughs> so, and you got also, so, you you got something you want to share too, Zeus? Yeah. So we also got a five star uh, review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. So I was able to see this from Chartable. I didn't get it on iTunes because it, this gentleman is in Australia and we love our followers in Australia. Uh, that's where a shout it out loudcast is biggest outside of the U S bigger than Canada, bigger than in Mexico, bigger than in uh, great Britain. We are the next biggest spot is Australia. We love the Australians. So thank you guys. This is from Ozdelec five stars. Essential listening for KISS fans, he writes. These guys have great chemistry. Due to being great friends, and importantly, their opinions differ. We KISS fans are opinionated bunch, but we also like to have a laugh at our own, and sometimes at KISS, expense. Well, most of us do. Tom and Zeus both have a contagious laughter, and they laugh a lot, but they are united in their KISS fandom Though they disagree regularly and aren't too PC to voice a strong opinion. Subscribe and join the Psycho Circus. Oh, God. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, that right there, that is a perfect, perfect description of the show. Thank you so much for that review. That's awesome. Thank you for writing that, taking the time. If you needed to describe this show to somebody, that's a great description. Thank you. That's perfect. We Love are it. Love it. very different. We disagree on a lot of stuff, but we agree on stuff. 
Um, but you know, we, we get some feedback every once in a while about, um, you know, how we run the show or anything like that. And it's usually uh, the thing that we, we, we never, the thing that we never get about is, Oh, is this contrived or you guys, this, this, we always get that this is genuine, that you guys seem to have chemistry. You guys seem to go, because this is how we are when we hang up. Yep. And we stop recording. We are the same way. We fight all the time, but we laugh more times than we fight. But we're not afraid to different uh, to differ. We have different opinions. I would fucking hate it if he had the same opinion as me. It would well, be an awful show. Well, the listeners would hate it too. That'd be boring. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I love loved- Love Gun too. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah me too. I, I, I love this too. Yeah. I'm a big Metallica Stanley Dan fan too. Yeah. Yeah. I love horror yeah. movies too. Let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, that, like would, that. Oh, yeah. that would that would that would that would be cool if you did like all that. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, I mean, that's exactly what we'd like to hear. So please continue to send us emails at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail dot com. Complete. Continue to give us feedback. Let us know what you like, what you dislike. And then obviously give us those five star child reviews on social media, on iTunes, on podchaser.com. We are also part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, where there's a ton of other uh, fellow brothers and sisters on our podcast network. Amongst them are like Martin Popoff. There's some like Rock Candy that we're friendly with. There are some really good ones out there. Give them a listen. Finally, we always have to give a shout out to our good friend, and that is Ed at clicktshop.com. That's where you can get all your shouted out loud merchandise, t-shirts, pillowcases, piss cups, you name it. He's got it. <laughs> In addition to that, he's got awesome Eric Carr stuff. That he signed, that he sells, that he designs and comes up with. He's got awesome Kiss-like t-shirts that everybody has. And he might have another favorite podcast that you listen to t-shirt on there. Take a look at his page. Go on there. Browse. I guarantee you're going to like something. And uh, pick up some Shout It Out Loudcast merch while you're there. Please do. Um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, anything else there, Tom, that, you can, uh, that I'm forgetting? No, no. Thank you, everybody out there. Again, we say it every week, but you know, without you guys, that there's there's just no show and the interaction, you know, the 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 comments, you know. And I want to give a special shout out too. That sometimes we don't mention this: the people that retweet us on Twitter, or the people that share our posts on Facebook. Yeah. You know, those that those are huge things because you know we're we're lucky to have some fans that that have quite a following. So when you retweet us or when you share us, that 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 that's expanding the audience and that's that's a huge help and we we appreciate that. And obviously the comments and the interaction, the emails, the reviews and the ratings, it's just awesome. And uh we ju- we just thank you guys so much for that. Yeah. Tom hit the nail on the head. It's a great favor that you do for us. And we don't take it lightly. Believe me, we always look back and check out who's retweeted us and we both have the same thinking like these guys are awesome. Um, so thank you very much for that. Tom, famous last words. She wears her satins like a lady. She gets her way just like a child. You take her home and she says, maybe baby. <laughs> she takes you down and drives you wild. 
I never heard that song. No, it's a new one. <laughs> All right. Speaking of songs we've never heard, but I'm shocked to realize that we've never done this one. Uh oh. Yeah. Shocked. I tell you, shocked. 12 o'clock. I got to rock. <laughs> There's a truck ahead. Lights are staring at my eyes. Oh my God. No time to turn. I got to laugh because I know I'm going to die. Why? Oh boy. It's a big one. Hello. Oh boy. Strutter in Detroit Rock City. Yep. We never did those. Nope. And we're, on, all episode, the lyrics. And we're on episode 77. <laughs> yep. Amazing. Everybody out there, thank you. Be safe. We love you. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Kiss Army. Thank you, Zeus. Thank you, everybody out there. Enjoy. Be safe. Have fun. And remember to wish my friend and co-host a happy birthday. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.